From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Tom Cruise revisits the past in Top Gun Maverick. This is Brian Mendoza with Flicks and Picks. How are you doing today? I hope you've been enjoying yourself this week, and there has been plenty of really good movies out, so I'm really hoping that you've been to the movie theater. Of course, you know, be safe, you know, because we still got a pandemic out there, but I wanted to do a check-in. There are plenty of good movies. Hey, you know, send me an email anytime. It can be found on my profile page on the website for Radio 111. Send me an email. Like, did you go to the movies? You know, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what the general attitude among my audience is. Did you go to the movies? Did you what did you check out? Like what got you back in the movies? So I would say that Top Gun Maverick is one of those movies that I speculate that a lot of people who have not been to the movie theater in a while and are kind of done with Marvel movies. And I'm not saying Marvel movies are terrible. They're they're not. For the most part, they're either okay to great. They can be great movies. Like, trust me, Avengers Endgame, that was a pretty great movie. Like, I I will admit that. But, you know, they have more good to okay movies nowadays. But we'll leave it at that. So I wanted to say that Top Gun Maverick is the sort of big blockbuster movie that Hollywood has been craving for. And that Hollywood really wants to succeed. And so now that it actually is making money at the box office, I also wanted to talk about how I think it really deserved that money. I think, for example, it is superior to the original Top Gun movie. Now, my general feelings for that movie, the original movie, is that Top Gun is benefited from three things. The special effects shots of the planes, which is which are actual real planes given by the by the military, I mean, the Navy. My apologies. So I'm going to throw that, uh, you know, the armed forces, essentially. They gave real fighter planes, and they actually flew them, and so the film looks authentic because of that. It's aged extraordinarily well on that front it's not like cgi or models or like anything like that so there's that and i think that's part of the reason why it's probably so memorable is because of those scenes i think even roger eber was right that those scenes are the best scenes of the movie and he is and i and i certainly think he is on the mark about why that movie is popular and then there's also the acting by tom cruise and kelly mcgillis and anthony edwards and um Val Kilmer, all of them have great chemistry together with all their different interactions, like Tom Cruise has great chemistry with Anthony Edwards, and same with um, Val Kilmer. There's a reason why that film often gets called homoerotic, because of how strong the male-on-male relationships are, that even with the Kelly McGillis scenes, I think Kelly McGillis is a great actress. It's a shame that she's had a lot of bad luck over the years, and she had gone through a lot of trauma she really is compelling in the original Top Gun. And I want to say this real quick about comparing her to Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly is great in Top Gun Maverick, but I would say Kelly McGillis makes for a better love interest because I actually like her 
as a strong-willed woman, but maybe their love story is benefited from what I like to call the third thing that Top Gun, the original Top Gun, benefits from. The music. Uh, Highway to the Danger Zone, Mighty Wings, and Take My Breath Away, which won an Academy Award for Best Song in 1986. Those are actually great songs, and they really amplify the material and the filmmaking. So when you watch the Kelly McGillis, uh, Tom Cruise scenes, you see those scenes between Charlie and Maverick, and they're sort of amplified because of the fact that, like, Take My Breath Away is playing in the background. And if that song wasn't playing in the background, would it be as romantic? I don't think so. I think it really benefits from the music as well. But otherwise, the story is just not very strong. I've always felt that Top Gun gets, you know, good at points, but then it get, and but then the ending doesn't have that many high stakes because it's like, okay, well. I know what's going to happen, but I do get excited. I do feel a certain level of happiness at the end. My brother, for the first time, saw Top Gun the other day, and he wasn't impressed. I actually still enjoy it. I still think it's a fun movie. I certainly think that it's stylistic choices in music and the in the fighter planes, re- using real fighter planes, and the acting definitely elevate the film. But I I can certainly see why some people may think it's like a dated 80s movie. And it certainly is a product of its time. So there was always this concern with Top Gun Maverick of, is it going to be a product that celebrates the 80s? And it's not, actually. Part of the thing about Top Gun Maverick is that it's a film about Maverick exploring his past through the interactions of teaching this new class of like Top Gun students, and one of them being the deceased, uh, the son of the deceased friend of his Goose. So Goose was his best friend in the first movie, and Miles Teller plays his son. And I will say that Rooster is a really compelling character in this movie. I like the chemistry between Tom Cruise and Miles Teller because it's not a replication of the Anthony Edwards Tom Cruise dynamic it's actually like a progression of that dynamic. It's sort of like Rooster is not Goose, and I love the fact that Maverick doesn't want him to be Goose, but he wants to be protective of Rooster for a variety of reasons. And so you see that dynamic play itself out really well on screen. I think it's really believable and emotionally thoughtful, but it's also really good about how to explore the past, that you can't just you know hold on to things from the past and sort of want the good old days to come back. It's about creating better days and to like really like I would say heal some wounds that need to be healed. There's this beautiful scene between Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise that talks about that and I think it really talks about what the film is really about, which is about healing. And I think that for a lot of film film uh, goers and critics, we're praising the movie because I think it really is thoughtful about that. That the fighter planes are not just, you know, fighter planes, that they're a way for the character to sort of represent his healing, but also to relive to to not relive his past, but to like reinterpret the past. And that's what I like about Top Gun Maverick is that it's about giving the past its due, but making a new future. And that's what I love about it. It's I think that the beginning of the movie, which I'm not going to try to spoil too much, but it's sort of like a callback to the original in a way that's like very nostalgia heavy. And then the rest of the film is not interested in nostalgia. It's interested in getting people past that nostalgia for the actual story and for characters to heal for characters to actually grow and develop. And so that's what I really think makes this movie better is because 
it is a better story. There are actual stakes, not only between the enemy and the Top Gun school, uh, the Top Gun students were, because there's like this mission to destroy something, and so they have to train for it. And again, not gonna get too much into spoilers. And also, it's not, to me, the story story. The story is really about Maverick having to learn to grieve his best friend's death and having to accept the fact that his uh, best friend's son rooster is going down his own path and becoming a man and sort of exploring that dichotomy of like wanting to protect goose's legacy through his son but also allowing rooster to make his own decisions and i think that's really important is that legacy matters but it's also important to let people live the current life that they are living instead of worrying about whether or not another's legacy is going to be honored and in many ways that's honoring someone's legacy is to live your life the best possible way and that's what i love about it i also think that this movie does what a lot of like does uh, i'm going to be very careful in saying it I'm, I'm glad that it does not try to be nostalgia heavy or that it's fan servicey the very beginning makes you feel like it's going to get that way and i think that's actually a great way to do it like it actually was intelligent and thoughtful in the very beginning of how to do it and then it just doesn't care about being a nostalgia fest it knows that you're there because of Top Gun, but it's also like we're not interested in re remaking Top Gun or being a requel of Top Gun. And it, but it still cares about its fans. So it's like, you know, we're going to give you that nostalgia in the beginning. And there is plenty of happiness and like moments to cheer in Top Gun Maverick. I was in the movie theater and everyone was cheering the ending because it was like so positive and so optimistic but it's also like really in thoughtful and emotionally heavy it's it's one of those works where i'm really happy that the emotional aspect of it is given more weight to it than in the original so what would i what do i say about this film that hasn't been said i think it's much better than the original the acting certainly is better because you know what they actually have better storylines now they actually have a better story they have a much more emotionally thoughtful and emotionally like expressive film and i will say that it is very much a film for people who feel like the past is sort of overwhelming them or that they're not or that they're being left behind it's a film that celebrates people that feel left behind by the present but it also doesn't excuse them from not progressing in the future like it tells you hey you are being left behind but there are ways of moving forward and this film is about that and I gotta say, I just think that maybe I just think it's a case of the film just being, you know what, actually great cinema. Like this is great cinema in the sense that you have to see this on the big screen. Those, those action scenes, those scenes are impactful, and you actually care this time about what the humans have said. Roger Ebert once said, and I love quoting Roger Ebert, that Top Gun was the type of movie where you should be afraid of the dialogue scenes because they are much more harder to sit through than watching any character die in an action scene in that film because they're boring. But this time around, I think this is a film where the humanity and the human scenes are the action. So Top Gun Maverick, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I'm gonna give it four stars. 
at an excellent time at the cinema, go watch it. It is a film you need to go see in theaters. It's emotionally powerful and thoughtful and action-packed. You're listening to Flicks and Picks. See you next time.